Hey everybody, this is Alan Fine. I am here with Terry Dale, who you know. He is the CEO and president of USTOA, the United States Tour Operators Association. We are at their conference in San Diego, and this is Insider Travel Report. Terry, thanks for talking to us. It's great to see you. I wish it was more than once a year, and then of course it's been like a two-year hiatus, so this is like a Thanksgiving when the family gets back together. Now, now I want to start off by saying that you run a conference that's always, it's always a great conference, but um, you handled the situation in the classiest way you could, which is that um, there was a single case of COVID detected, and, you know, in this industry, covering up causes a problem. Transparency and showing that this is how it's handled and it's not an issue is really what's important. And you did it with a plum. Tell us what happened. Well, first of all, thank you for that. Uh, well, first of all, we are built around integrity, USTOA. So... And you were trying so hard to keep us healthy. Yes, yes. But we also knew in advance that more than likely, even though we required everyone to be fully vaccinated and to be tested, um, well, our country within 24 hours of, you know, coming to uh, the states, so on and so forth. Long story short, we learned uh, in an hour and a half that one person had tested positive. And we got a communication out to all of our attendees to inform them. And then at the lunch that took place, um, I made a very brief, Mm -hmm. as you know, brief statement just to assure them that we've got all the right health protocols in place. Um, We mandate masking. So we're working to protect everyone. And I think based on kind of what I'm hearing, it went it was the right approach it was not only the right approach but that email was impressive because it let us not only the confidence level was so high just from saying here's what we know we know where they were we know who they were with we know you knew everything and that felt good well and and to the credit of our member who tested positive that individual was very forthcoming so i I'm not sure everyone would be that way. So it was very straightforward. We knew who we had to contact, um, and we did it. Hats off to you. Well done. Thank you. Now, we're here to talk about the annual survey. Yeah. So uh, let's start off with, uh, well, it's remarkable. The, the, you, you always seem to get so many people responding. What was the number? 86% this year participated. Which is remarkable when you think of what uh, not only USTOA members, but what our travel industry has to juggle on a daily basis for people to take time off to complete a survey and have 86% participation, Mm -hmm. I think is remarkable in this environment. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, before we get into the minutia, one of the main points that came up in the survey was the importance of travel advisors. Let's just start there. Let's, Let's start there. So I want to actually start with, I think you asked the question, or somebody asked the question. Uh, it doesn't matter who asked the question. Okay. I believe the value proposition of the travel advisor during a crisis of this magnitude has um, elevated, increased, whatever word you want to use, tenfold. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have somebody who's a professional 
working with you, uh, informing you of the ongoing changes taking place wherever you're going, whether it's in the U.S. or around the world, boy, I would hate to navigate it on my own. And that's how my members feel as well. So, you know, we're seeing two-thirds are still um, having bookings or expecting bookings to come from the travel advisor. 86% consider um, the travel advisor will be necessary for their future financial health. So uh, I think for the travel advisor and the tour operator, you know, the safety net that we provide our customers um, is not going to go unnoticed. So if there's a silver lining coming from what we've all been through, I think this is one of them. Yeah. Well, no, and, and you just pointed out that it's not just the, the travel advisor is part of the equation that the the organization the tour organization they are really uh, between the two of them they're two heads are better than one. Oh my gosh <laughs> absolutely that travel proposition or value proposition in moments of today 10 years ago um, is elevated. Let's talk about uh, existing book bookings versus carryovers. Mm-hmm. So we are looking at, I believe, 60% new bookings for 2022, and um, the remaining being rebooked or you know business replaced uh, for the next year. If this holds up, next year could be like 2019. Right. Uh, uh, the optimism is very high. Now, of those, what's international versus domestic? So international is 75%, domestic 25%. Yep. Now, the booking pattern, I expected that the short booking and the long booking would be what you'd find, but that's not what you found. Not really, not really. I believe um, we are seeing four to six months um, slightly ahead of the the longer booking so I, I think people are still kind of wanting to hold back because of the changing landscape um, without having to make a co- uh, commitment right. but not surprising D- uh, did many of the members think the bookings would increase in 22 yes 96 uh, yeah. percent so yeah very healthy now what we didn't ask is by what percent. So if if it's a one percent, but uh, yes, no, 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 definitely. Sixty-five percent thought twenty twenty-two would be how much bigger? Well, sixty uh, percent believe that it'll be seven to ten percent right, stronger yeah. or bigger, which let's hope that uh, that's. I'm an a, optimist. I thought it'd be more. Me too. Oh. I'm happy with seven to ten after what we've all been through, but yeah, no, seven per, seven to ten percent increase uh, for next year. So, all right, so what was we'll take that? What was cited as the potential threats to travel? Well, not surprising, uh, you know, the health and pandemic number one, changing borders, um, or getting in and out of countries obviously is also an issue. So there was nothing too surprising other than when I think back uh, five years ago, you know, pandemic or a potential threat of a pandemic, while it would be on our top 10, 
it was never even in the top five. It would be maybe eight or nine. And, it's and like science of, fiction. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, right, that's going to happen. Right. And <laughs> a comet. A yeah. comet will hit. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was number six. <laughs> but, uh, but it's number one. It's number one. Uh, using 2023 as a yardstick, what percentage think travel will be normal by then? I think it's roughly 37 percent, um, which is the that, that's a, a healthy jump. I mean, it's a not healthy jump. Uh, you know, we're looking at then the year after in 24 at just above 20 some percent, but by 2023, they're feeling we're going to get some significant progress so that's good we'll take that yeah yeah yeah. now here's the fun part we always talk about what are the top destinations let's go with uh, uh, not domestic first let's go foreign no surprises <laughs> Italy consistently <laughs> comes out on top and then we had a tie uh, with Greece and France right. and then Ireland right. so Europe dominates the top 20 Consistently, there's 14 of the top 20 that are European. So and no real big shifts or surprises. But now U.S. So the U.S., uh, we're seeing parks, national parks, Alaska, Hawaii. You know, any time you can get out, space, spread out, space. Yeah, they, they did well. Uh, most popular travel products. Well, FIT. Uh, continues to grow at a pretty good race. Small group actually came out on top, and we've seen that happening even pre-pandemic. It it was always inching its way up the list. So small ship, small ship is definitely also right up there. So you know, th- again, there's nothing too um, surprising about that. But what what I'd like to say, this is just. You. Me, <laughs> not from the survey, okay. but I'm hopeful that as we go into celebrating our 50th anniversary next year, that the products that are designed and the products that consumers will want will be in that category of meaningful travel, travel with purpose. Let's determine uh, communities and neighborhoods where we can focus our economic impact on so that we help those who need the help. And, you know, we've been talking for years about authentic travel. Well, that's probably more authentic than some of the things that we consistently do year after year. So I would hope that we would be able to make some progress in that area. The consumers were deciding to travel based on what? There was a list, and then the last one I found interesting. Do you want, you want me to I look it up? the last one. <laughs> well, the last one was yeah. the sustainability. It's the last thing that consumers think about, but it's the first thing that the, that the well, tour operators think well, about. It, and I found that really interesting. Yeah, that will change. Oh, and, yeah. and, and maybe yes. it's because I'm an optimist like you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we believe as a, an association that it has to be a priority. Mm-hmm. And we believe that that will also translate into the consumer, whether they're willing to pay a higher premium because an experience has elements around sustainability. Some surveys have indicated not not, really. (laughs) They they might appreciate it, Mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily willing to put down more dollars for it. But I remain optimistic. What tips do you have for travel advisors right now? Well, 
I, first of all, let me say, I am not good at this tip that I'm going to give, <laughs> but the old, I think I know what it yeah, is. yeah, the old adage, patience is a virtue. I have heard so many travel advisors share these unbelievable stories of having to book and rebook six, seven times, and that would drive me crazy. So I think we just have to be patient. Uh, because we'll get through this, but uh, I think patience and uh, do, do what you always do. Be the professional, deliver for that customer, and they will be loyal to you. It's a good tip. I hope. Terry, thank you for talking to us. Thank you, Alvin. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.